All right, Black Box Radio, we have Nori Nori in the Rona Report. Say hi to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> like that energy. <laughs> that energy. So kind of tell the community what you do so we kind of we can kind of unpack how this has been affected by what you do. Um, yeah, so I do a few things. I'm a communication specialist. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a radio personality. And it has affected every thing that I do uh, because I specialize in the communications field. Mm -hmm. A lot of the work that we do, we are out in the community. We are talking to people. We are shaking hands. We are connecting community members to government agencies. Um, we are, you know, out meeting people on live broadcasts. I mean, there's an array of things that happen within the communication space that involves other people. So there has been a complete shift in how we communicate to the public without being able to have that face-to-face -face, uh, interaction for sure. Hmm. You said something poignant. Like, I wonder, would COVID-19 actually uh, affect the way we communicate from henceforth? Because we as humans aren't communicating the way that we would normally communicate. One of the things that we have talked about in my workplaces is the fact that we are physically distant, but we are socially connected. Mm. So more than ever, we are in a space where you want to talk to your friends. You want to be on FaceTime. You want to be on Zoom. You want to, um, you know, check on the people that you may have not talked to, reached out to in a while. Like these things are really important to make sure that people know that you care and you're present. Mm -hmm. And I think before we were just so busy and prioritizing everything but ourselves, everything but our families, everything but what is most precious and important to us, even our personal relationship mm -hmm. with God, like that has been something that I, it's always been a priority and important to me. But now I literally wake up in the morning with intention to pray, with intention to meditate, with intention um, to, to make sure that I give God a portion of my day more than because I'm more thinking about it than just wake up in the morning, quick prayer, jump in the shower, off to work, running, don't want to be late. Now, because I have more time in the mornings, I, you know, I have that time to really focus on setting the intentions for my day, communicating um, to God and being just intentional with my personal relationship. So there has been so many things mentally, emotionally that have really emerged as priority over anything materialistic. Hmm. Interesting, because what you're saying is when we are giving time, we actually explore more than work. Absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? We actually really look into the things that we, we really care about. And also we're a little afraid, too. So fear kind of gets you in, in a space where you start really looking at smelling the roses, in other words. Yeah. So yeah. like one of the things that's been um, pretty interesting is I <laughs> I like would throw in some workouts here and there, but <laughs> I've always felt like I never had enough time. Like, oh, I should have ran today. Oh, I should have went to the gym today. I have no excuse not to work out. The truth is I just didn't work out. Like I, I don't I don't have any excuse anymore. It's like, no, I just I didn't incorporate it into my day. And uh, yeah, I'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> 
But that, is there is there anything that from this experience is there anything that you uh, think going forward you will do less of or stop doing altogether based on your experience right now? That is a great question. I think you know I've always it, it, you know it's crazy because as a as a professional that's always kind of I, I picked a profession that's kind of in the forefront and always in front of people, crowds, talking to people in in some capacity. But I used to feel more lonely with a busier schedule than I do currently coping and dealing in this pandemic. I don't feel lonely. I just have really been able to come to grips and be at peace with the fact that I'm a single woman by myself. I enjoy my own company. I laugh at movies out loud by myself. Like I've been able to really not feel like I have to be in a relationship. I want to be in a relationship, but I've really come to grips with being okay that I'm by myself and I enjoy it and I embrace it more uh, than I did before. I don't, I'm just not as bothered with little things like that. It'll come in time, but I'm just not as bothered if, if that answers your question. Okay. So you're being in the communications field. You're also a radio personality. Do you, where's your headspace? Like you're not doing what you would normally do. What have you created to actually hone into what you're good at? I think for me, it's been about creating authentic connections with people, um, with technology that I just didn't really think about before. Like there's been so many people that I've wanted to talk to and interview that I was like, oh, when I get the opportunity, I'll, I'll do it or I get around to it. But now I like set myself up for success every week. I know what interviews I'm doing, who's going to be on my IG live before I never use my IG live in the capacity to really have a open dialogue in front of people live like that. Like, you know, you do live events, live concerts, things of that nature, but because of um, how we're having to um, be distant and quarantine, now I'm using, I'm trying to think more of how to really take advantage of the technology that's available to me uh, than I did previously. Before it was just kind of a, it's there, I'll jump on live and have a quick conversation. But now I'm I, I, all of my meetings are on Zoom. All of my meetings are on Teams for Microsoft. Like, oh. you know, technology has really, car, like, really kind of, I guess, stepped up to, so to speak, for us to still be able to to do the things that we need to do to make a living. Okay. I think the technology is actually was developed, but they, now we're being engineered towards it. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, this, I think we, this is definitely a real reset. Mm-hmm. To almost like everything reset to time, reset to um, space. Yeah. We are just totally resetting everything that we've ever done. I think that's where we are. But on the other hand, I think this is an engineering also. It's being used to push mm-hmm. us in a way and kind of make us more aware that they're going to take some things out of this society. Mm-hmm. Like money. You know, like you, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're getting very digitized. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, the thought that everyone could work from home, who would have thought? <laughs> when did that happen in the U.S.? You know, when? Well, I think okay, uh, if, you take, if you take if you take historical perspective, mm-hmm. 
people working away from home is relatively new. Wow. Um, that's just something that came about in the la- you know, in the industrial age. Exactly. You know, because people support people it. worked from home and, and created what they created from home sure. for most of history. So mm-hmm. going somewhere to work and to collaborate with other people, that's a relatively new thing. Mm. You know, before you worked right in your community, in your home, you had your farm, you had your thing, your shop, your thing that you made. Exactly. And it was all together. Mm-hmm. Or even if you were a shop owner, a lot of times your shop was downstairs, you lived upstairs. Absolutely. So essentially you're working from home. You know, the place where you live and the place where you create your living weren't separate. So mm-hmm. it seems like a I mean, it, it is a it is different than what we've been doing, mm-hmm. but it's not historically unique. Mm, that it's is just a, using different tools. That's an amazing historical perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that very insightful. Gee, you're so smart. But definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely that th- that is true. And so now it's like we're going back, but we're still in. But they had to create the industry first. Mm-hmm. So now the industry mm-hmm. created, and we can access it again in another way. So I don't know. I don't. You know, I'm always thinking like layers and stuff. But. So a part a part of um, what I do also is community engagement, where. When, uh, for example, if the District Department of, Tr- of Transportation is coming to a community and they are repaving roadways, they are opening up manholes, they are um, doing any type of work, um, underlying, uh, putting lines under a neighborhood versus the lines being across the, the poles, mm-hmm. those are the type of things that involve us going out and physically knocking on doors or putting door knockers um, in different apartment complexes so that people are aware that work is coming to their community. It may be loud and things of that nature. And so what has happened is now we are seeing that we can still do those things, but we don't have to necessarily go to every single house. We can send out, um, you know, you can access people without having to actually physically talk to them at their door. And um, that's been one of the things that's been different with how we are doing community engagement. Because before, you know, companies were like, you got to talk to the people and let them know. And if they have questions, but now because we're dropping off a door knocker and keeping it moving, we're able to work faster, more efficiently. And if people have questions and people do have questions, then they are emailing us and they're more prone to reach out to the point of contact versus before you're holed up having a 10 minute conversation with somebody that want to know why change is happening in the community versus them having to send an email. So it's definitely shifting the industry and of how we do community engagement and how we are uh, interacting with people face to face versus uh, email, phone calls, conference meetings, things of that nature. Hmm. So it really sounds like you're still working. So you're still doing most of what you're doing, but just in another way. Yeah. So I actually, no lie, have really wanted to work from home for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We had to have a whole pandemic. (laughs) So I really, but I challenge myself, like, are you really going to wake up at eight o'clock? Are you really going to start your work day? Are you really going to be consistent with, you can cook and you can move around and vacuum, like all of these things that, you know, you can do throughout the day and balance your time that I just, before it just felt like I just didn't have enough time in a day. 
But now, like, I love the fact that I am able to work from home. If I have to leave out for something that is essential to that work, I do that. I go to the grocery store, I come back home and I am good. So I have really thoroughly enjoyed um, working from home. I feel like I work more because now I don't have drive time commutes. So my day starts at 8 a.m. to do some work uh, on the community engagement work that I do. And I'm probably not finishing now until maybe 8 p.m. where before I got off at four o'clock, but still didn't feel like I have enough time. So I'm getting more done, getting more accomplished uh, working from home. And I've really embraced it and enjoy working from home. And it's something that I would love to like tell my um, the, the company that I'm contracted with, like, hey, I'd like to continue to do this and maybe only have to go to the office twice a week. <laughs> so mm. I like that. Um, as far as radio is concerned, now that is a whole different ballgame. Um, <laughs> some people are able to get equipment and work from home. Um, and that's been really great. But some people still have to go into the studio. So being a radio personality during this pandemic, one of the most important things is to make sure you're getting out ac- accurate information. This administration has been a little challenging with uh, mm. accuracy. Um, so that's been the biggest thing as far as radio is concerned, is making sure that we are reporting factual information. We are reporting information locally that is directly impacting the community, that we're listening to what the governor is talking about, that we're listening to what the mayor is talking about, uh, city council persons, like all of this has become so essential and important for people to stay safe Mm -hmm. because we have restrictions on when, where, and how we're able to navigate. So in both or both ends of the spectrum. Um, on one hand, I get to work from home with one um, position and the other position, I actually have to go to the studio. Um, but it's a ghost town in there. Like nobody's in there. So as far as being safe and, you know, not being exposed to other people, I'm still uh, in a good space to make sure I stay physically distant um, from people and, and, um, and also not you know, be in anybody else's space as well. Just everybody staying safe. That's what's up. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so you're working, you're in like you're creating a space, a new space in your space. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's like the at-home space. (laughs) So it's like you're creating as you go, which is great. Thank you. What you're supposed to do. That is what you're supposed to do. When you have time like this, you create a space that when you come out of it, you'll be very comfortable and you can really thrive, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think um, mentally it's important to stay on top of your mindset. Like I I try not to get too caught up in social media because, you know, everybody's posting family videos and baby videos and (laughs) like all kind of stuff that can, you know, kind of wear on your psyche um, if you're not in that space yet. But I just I keep myself um, busy and entertained and I rest when it's time to rest. I rest. I, you know, take that time that I need to kind of unplug as well. But um, yeah, like I just, I just don't get too caught up in social media, social media so that my mental space is always at peace. That's what I'm on. If it brings me peace, I'm with it. If it's chaotic, I'm distancing and I don't want nothing to do with it. That is a great way to be. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that up. <laughs> Chaos never works. I Correct. Yeah. Correct. 
I mean, peace is where you should be. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes. So we're at the part of the interview where we do the uh, last will and testament, and that's where you leave a jewel with the folk, give them okay. something, make them feel good. You know, we're in a challenging time right now, very uncertain. I think um, what I would like to leave to the listening audience is that it is okay to be okay with resting. Sometimes we are so focused on going. We see posts on social media. If you're not creating, if you don't start a business, if you don't have an LLC, then you're wasting your time. Sometimes (laughs) you just have to rest and, and, and take a break. This is also an opportunity, as you said, Queen, to reset. And reset means something different to other people. It's subjective. So don't let other people's thoughts and, you know, decisions weigh on you, you have to do what's best for you. And the only person that really knows that is you. And so if you want to be creative in this time, be creative. If you want to rest in this time, rest. If you want to find more balance, do that. If you want to be more physically active, do that. Whatever it is that helps you to stay balanced and helps your mental that's what you focus on because, you know, we are all living in uncertain times. We are really facing the unknown. And so call your family and friends, communicate with the people that you love, check on those that are important to you, um, and just make sure that you are taking care of yourself and have balance. So that is definitely what I would love uh, to leave to the listening audience. Awesome. Awesome. Gee. Nori, thank you so much for taking some time with us today and sharing your unique perspective and your experience at this at this important moment in history. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. For those listening right now, if you would like to hear more voices from the Rona Report, you can find them at blackboxradio.com. That's B-L-A-K-B-O-X-X-R-A-D-I-O.com. You can also find Black Box Radio on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Radio and on Twitter at Box Black. That's B-O-X-X-B-L-A-K. And if you're hearing us right now, we need your help to help get the word out. Sometimes these these conversations are being suppressed on social media platforms. So share them with your friends and family so that everyone can hear these important voices. All right. We're in the Rona Report. Nori Nori, I want to thank you, humbly thank you for your genius. Queen G, thank y'all so much for having me. A great honor. Thank you. All right. This is the Rona Report. It is 5120. This is Black Box Radio. We out. Peace.